This week's episode is brought to you by Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, where we meet up with our families and argue for three hours before getting drunk and hiding in the basement. Thanksgiving. Pumpkin pie is bae. Is it unethical to ask somebody to buy you new sleeves if they borrow your deck and then they get them dirty? I'm Atlas. No. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier, and the answer is no. It's not unethical to do that? No, look, like, you look, can ask. He's the one that messed them up. have sweaty fucking hands. Yeah. Like, I've let, my, I've let decks out to people in, like, $10 sleeves. Yeah. And they played with them, and they're just sticky as fuck. I know, like the, the ones I got back got those like got the mildew on them, where like if you, if you angle them the right way, it looks it looks like a petri dish. Oh god. Yeah. So I, I'm currently like f- like flicking off mildew. <laughs> flicking off mildew is where uh, absolutely disgusting. I know, and the worst part is like I've known the guy for a long time, and he's twice my size, and I'm a big dude. Um, so I, I don't really know if this is a battle I want to pick. Um, but we're not here to yeah. talk about that today. We're here to talk about a premium format. You're um, a premium. That's a compliment, I think. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man, we're, 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 we're here to talk about that. You're fantastic. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so premium format, to those who don't know, is the uh, the format in Vanguard that includes <coughs> all cards that have been released since the beginning of the game's history, so you can use ed- everything pre- and post-V-series reboots. Now, sure. <laughs> I know that I'm correct, but every time Matt does the sure, I always <laughs> feel unsure for myself. <laughs> <laughs> And, it, and it's like floated into my vocabulary, but not everybody in my in my family and friends knows that. Sure, is right on the line between sarcastic and uh, <laughs> realistic. So, uh. That's true. It is kind of a dangerous word, but uh, <laughs> just sure. But making Atlas vaguely unsure of himself is. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like every girl. Isn't why the show to. has co-hosts now? Yes. What do you? Every podcast should have co-hosts. Do you remember right? that? You remember that time I tried to do it by so, myself? It was so twenty minutes of stutter, the, uh, stuttering. We want to talk about the enigmatic assassin format, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Cara Expo twenty eighteen was uh, two weeks ago, and the top three was uh, dark regulars. Second was dark regulars, and third was you guessed it. Dark regulars, and, and they were all the uh, assassin, no life king deck, right? Yeah. So the the deck being that you can pull out a bunch of enigmatic assassins, attack with them for forty k, uh, and then use no life king's effect to put them back in your soul, rewrite a new lo- no life king, and repeat ad nauseum until your opponent's fucking dead. Good. So a lot of people think that uh, Boucherod isn't going to do something about this because this is. Clearly, uh, a tier 0.5 deck, and I say that because there are other premium tournaments where No Life King is not in the top three. Um, but it, yeah. it's very, very, very good. I uh, think you. I don't think like I think it should probably be a higher percentage of decks that are being played. But because Vanguard is kind of like this game where people just kind of play what they play. Yeah. 
I think it'll never reach the numbers where it's like obviously a problem. Like but I do think it needs clan? to be dealt with. Do what? Where, where people do the stick to your clan thing? Yeah, like people like stick to like stick to their clan even when it's not in their best interest to do so. Yes. So like you'll always have people playing like you know with something just garbage. Murakumo for all of G format. Yeah, like Murakumo for in G format, where people are like still playing it, and you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do think I think we all can agree that Enigmatic Assassin is a huge issue, and I don't think I think they will do something about it. I just don't think it'll be to After Worlds. So we have to deal with another like two two three months of this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's that, and then also uh, a lot of people think Gize is a problem. Uh, because so, of the Answer of Truth set, which you guys heard last week, mm-hmm. um, where two new decks that can utilize Ds in a uh, crazy fashion were created in uh, Genesis with Himiko, who can get three trigger checks in a row, which lets <coughs> you bind three Zeroth Dragons for Ds, and then what? Gear Chronicle, which lets you get another turn with Ds, so you can just bypass the restriction of the opponent getting a turn to attack you back. <laughs> Yeah, so I think Geese is kind of interesting. Um, I think if in a post-Enigmatic Assassin world, it could be worth banning. Um, But I think Assassin is the major problem that needs to go. Like, Assassin is just, like, actually stupid. The problem is that you can get it into your soul so... Easy, like consistently, that the combo basically just turns into did you get no life king on Vanguard Circle? Great. I mean, the fact that it happens before Stride, right? Yeah. Like you're looking at possibly game, uh, ending games on turn on Grade Three Ride. Yes. And not even like going into like I think premium being in a place where second Stride kills you is fine. I think there's a reasonable place for premium to be at because of GB of um, the ZRs and because of like all the ridiculous things clans could do. Yeah. But I don't think on grade three ride is even a reasonable place where people should be ending in. Well, th- this is kind of like what we had back with uh, uh, seven C's rush when that was at full power. Yeah. Not- but you could also make like your opponent can make that game. T- like that, that deck was oppressive. Yeah. And like, it was dealt with, although a bit too late, probably. Maybe, but, but those it games was actually, dealt with. yeah, those games actually took up a little bit longer most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. But this was also due to Bushrod's inability to print cards that don't say GB8 on them. <laughs> but that is no longer an issue. Like looking at premium as a format, I think the only cards that really should be restricted at this point, other than the cards that are are not restricted already, like so, enigmatic probably sh- should be restricted, right? Yeah. Other cards that should be that sh- like. There's no reason for Commander Laurel to be restricted. The original Commander Laurel. The original, the original, like yeah. There's no, there's just no reason for it. Like the deck doesn't been, even play it. It's been creeped out. <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't. <laughs> so to say, like, oh yeah, we sh- uh, this Laurel's going to be restricted, and it's like, but why? For what purpose? It honestly I think seems like is- a kid who. Like, you remember when you were a kid and you'd get punished and your parents, you know, take away something or do something to you. And then after a while you're like, why is this still going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot to give you back your thing or 
Yeah, yeah right. right. I, I forgot you. I, I forgot to let you out of your room but, or whatever punishment. But they did it with the announcement of premium. They were like, "Hey, we're going to restrict Laurel." Yeah. And it was kind of like, what? And it, it, like, even when that happened, we were like, "Oh, DP must be getting some nutty shit." Mm-hmm. And then they just made a new Laurel that you're just going to play over it because that's the only way the uh, the f- cool first stride works. So. I think the only things that need to be restricted are Raphros and um, Purple Trapezist. Oh, the Trapezist jumping jail thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the only two things that should be restricted. And then adding to that... Rest- and so everything else, Elizabeth can come off. Um, all the 7C stuff can come off at this point. This stuff's not even good anymore. Yeah. Um, Mick can come off. Like, these cards just don't matter. Well, yeah, because everything's got an early game now. Which was yep. the problem in Giera was that there And was also really... like they changed the stride rule so you can't actually get grade locked anymore. Yeah. Right. So there's just no reason for a lot of these older cards to be to be uh to be re- to be on the uh, restricted list. But I do think that Refro should stay because that card is actually absurd. Well, the, the but lady... I don't think things like Urwatar should be on there. I guess there yeah. is an argument for header that header round should stay. I agree. Mm. But I'm yeah. not even sure that's a problem. Well, let's see. Denial Griffin. Denial Griffin never got hit, but also yeah, Denial oh. Griffin never got. But Hero Around can block one thing and spin another, versus Denial Griffin just shuts off that battle once and for all. Yeah, but if you unban TikTok and Urwatar, is it really that absurd? At this point, probably not anymore, because you can just early game them before they right. get there. I think it's just like it makes your chronicle obviously better, right? But it's like I'm not even sure it's absurd. I just think it like keeps up with now like the strong first stride decks. But I'm not even sure it keeps up with decks like Ange, right? <laughs> like that deck is nuts. Do you think that Ange needs to get hit? I don't think so. I I played against so uh, I've, I've been testing premium great nature. Stay tuned for a future episode on the results of that, but. Um, I was trying out the the new deck with the Zoa Rhino Monoculus combo, and I was mm-hmm. playing against Ange, and Ange was like it had me on the ropes for most of the game. I got him up to five, he healed back down to three, and then I finally ended up killing him. But the game, like I was pretty much just on the defensive for most of the game, and this is without like new triggers and all that other stuff. So what happens when that comes around? You think? I mean, why damage him at all? He didn't call any rear guards? Oh, fair enough. Or... <laughs> <laughs> you need to ride a lower power unit, obviously. Uh, well, I, <laughs> that worked the first turn, because I rode um, Label Pangolin. And then oh, rode... D, D, 6K, got him? No, it was 7K. Uh, oh, he, oh, he rode an 8K, his mistake. Yeah. Wait, how do you ride an 8K? Isn't there, isn't there like an 8K... Thing, or that might have been a different game. Never mind. I don't know. But anyway, but I've, but I've done that a couple of times where I rode the seven K and whiffed on the eight K. Um, nice. I've done that in standard a lot. That is nice doing uh, riding purple trapezist and then whiffing on. There's Mario. a lot of seven K grade ones in Murakumo in standard for some reason. <laughs> uh, the the guy that like gets power when you call stuff. Yeah, and then the one that uh, whenever it boosts, all uh, units with the same name get power. Oh, that's nice. 
Yeah, there's a bunch, and then there's the promo that that's not out yet, but the on place get power, give somebody power is also seven K. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of seven K green ones. Let's just say that. Yes. For for whatever reason, and it's just hard not to play one just because you have so many. Um. But yeah, I, I don't think Angel needs to be hit. I think the deck is very good still, but they were also like the last G support, so yeah. like pretty natural there's going to be a, like much better than the previous g decks but we've but we're we're you know what five sets into v and yep. it's still it's still, still good still doing stuff uh, well but, it's not like we've double supported a set in v either is my point yet i'm not we're not counting psychology strife right yeah like mm. every set has kind of like it, it, it kept up with the first run of sets so it's probably going to keep up with the until somebody gets another run of support so February, you know, yeah, and yeah. So until the high school set, when people get second run, yeah, and maybe goals need more than that. Who knows? <laughs> um, what's interesting is that we are seeing a good amount of uh, gold paladin topping in premium because, as it turns out, the ride consistency of getting Ezreal while the opponent's still on grade one, because you can use the old Kirf, and then all you need is mm. Gareth or not Gareth uh, Bowman. There you go. And so you just ride while your opponent's on grade two or grade one, even. Because you get to grade two, you well, ride Bowman, get your Gareth. Well, yeah, then you get to grade three, and then your opponent has, rides to grade two, presumably. Oh, oh, you mean you stride while they're on grade two? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I thought you said ride while they're on grade two. Oh, no, no, I definitely said stride at grade two. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, that seems, that seems, does seem pretty decent. At the same time, though, I, I've, we're getting a lot of uh, complaints. Like, there seems to have—it's turned into this meme war almost on, you know, Vanguards and Vanguardians, where it's people going like, "Premiums trash because you know, uh, like, geez is too crazy and the no life loop and." Stuff I think like that and then and Facebook then, uh, groups overreact to geese specifically. Oh, of course. I think I I okay. So this is kind of a long argument, and. But I do think that in a post assassin world, it will be it it might it, it is possible we get to a point where geese needs to be banned, only because the card is too splashable. So you end up getting into the situation where you have geese decks and decks that be that can beat geese decks. Yeah, and like what sucks is like if both decks brick, the geese deck still probably wins. Yeah. Also, like I find th- this is a very specific problem, but uh, we all hang out in. Living Proofs Discord, and uh, there are a few people who every time new support is released, their mission in life is to make a geese deck out of it. They have even ruined my beloved great nature. They're like, we can make geese out great of this nature geese. <laughs> Man, why? Why would you do this to me? Can't you just leave what I love alone, please? No, no, you have to geese everything because oh. you can't. That's the point. It's like. This splashable card, right? You can just literally put anything you want. For what cost? You can't use you can't use get powers from trigger for for a while, and then you're fine. Yeah, right. But this is a deck where part of the strategy is just not giving your opponent damage either. Mm-hmm. Which also means that like pretty much every deck has to play uh, Bobo, uh, the trail elemental that when you call, you counter charge, soul charge, and then do a damage check, so you have two damage to work with. Um, right. And this is from one deck that you are having to run this in a in a in a game without a side deck. So that means that you're giving up, uh, 
you know, one to four cards out of your grade two space, which, depending on what you're playing, can be overly centralizing and or crippling. For what? A big dragon? That's also double-sided? In terms of the mm-hmm. Zeroth dragons? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But re- regarding that whole meme war thing, it, it, like... I... I don't think that premium kind of being this wild, wild west uh, landscape is necessarily bad. Like a lot of people are, are quick to let's let's hit assassin now, let's hit geese now. But well, they clearly care about premium being a playable format. Otherwise, we wouldn't have this huge restricted list for only premium. Yes. So, like, they clearly care in some in some way that they banned cards in preparation for premium. Mm-hmm. So to say that it's this wild, wild west can't be completely accurate, accurate, but we are in a position where a deck is a problem. Like the assassin deck is a problem. Whether, what I think about God, uh, geese is not important to this conversation. Like I think geese, I can really take either way. I don't really care about it being legal or not. I would just prefer that it be gone. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So it's a nuisance, but it's not a, but assassin, I think it'll like that card's just actively oppressive. And here's the thing: if you put assassin to one, you you cripple the no life king thing because that means you can only do it uh, right twice. You can you can do the restand twice if you have a full field, and uh, that's still really good. Um, yeah, and yeah. You, you you have the consistency to like just get it into your soul. Call demented executioner top seven or free traveler or whatever it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would, it would, it would be like, um, like what's burning abyss where it just won't die. <laughs> <laughs> never really, uh, I mean, never got to play I think them. But... You start by hitting it to one and I and hope that sufficiently weakens the deck enough. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, you might have to actually look at full banning it. Yeah. You'll still see a lot of tops with it, even with the, just the one. Um, I don't know. I think hitting it to one is pretty huge because it also gives you outs to just lose the game outright. In what way? Uh, we're like, if you like, you, you you can this assassin can end up in a lot of weird places now, right? Well, if you put it into your damage, you don't give a fuck. You have a uh, ruthless now, not ruthless. Right. Uh, Ruthven, Ruthven. Oh right, because yeah. you, you just pull it from your damage. Sure, you get your uh, another like you basically turn it into a counterblast, but that's a place you can draw it from. So there is literally no place you can, uh, you know, make Assassin unreachable except for binding. And I can think of very few instances where... Uh, well, I guess what I mean is, like, there's an out tip being, like, low enough in your deck to, like, where you just don't find it soon enough. Yeah, soon enough. Yes, that's a that's a thing, and and that and that's kind of like the idea, right? If yeah. you're making the deck a lot, like just you're basically upping the percentage with the deck, which in which the deck just loses to itself. What do you which should be the goal for these kinds of combo decks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think hitting it to one will be a sufficient amount of damage to the to, as, to the um, the potency of the deck. Um, it, it, and if it makes the deck unplayable, which I guess it could uh, in a win percentage discussion, where it's like it now just can't win enough, uh, that's, I think that's an acceptable cost. Like, I think the deck as it stands is just too good. And I, hitting it to two I don't think does enough. 
Well, yeah, because that means just three times. Right. Yeah. Uh, judging by the tools Dark Regulars had before the reboot and the tools they have now, I think they would still be fine even if you hit it to one. Not broken fine, but just good, solid. Maybe playable. Playable, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, again, this is like a mystical world that we don't have information on. But and I, I certainly don't know anyone who has tested it at one. Uh, like I can do that and get back to you. <laughs> sure, but uh, I, I do think I, I do think that would be sufficient. But you just you cannot leave Assassin for much longer than February. I think if if it doesn't end up on the February restricted list, I think. There's a good chance people will just stop caring about premium and just flock to standard. Well, or just not play Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. Rupier, what do you think about all this? You haven't really said much. Well, I don't really play premium, is the thing. <laughs> and at least part of that is just the way premium works. In what way? Or- like because you're trying to mix in all these new support with strides, a lot of strides at the time, especially towards the end, became increasingly archetype or keyword restricted. So, I just don't find it very enjoyable trying to awkwardly jam in the new cards with with keyword support a lot of the time. Is it weird that I don't own the cards to make Murakumo premium because I don't own Zengeki's? <laughs> How is that weird? I don't own Zengeki, so I can't build a premium Murakumo deck because it's yeah. the. Only, I think it's one of, I think it's one of the only Murakumo cards I don't own. So you own everything else, but yes, because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll never play this card. But like, why would you? Here want we Zangeki? are. Huh? Why would you want Zengeki? Because that's what's in the topping Murakumo decks, and that's where I would start if I if I wanted to play premium Murakumo. It's nine cents on TCG Player. <laughs> that, okay, have you tried buying a ten cent card on TCG Player? Uh, it yes, it's it's annoyingly it literally impossible. Yeah, you, you gotta do you gotta do it with the. Um... You know what's even worse is like it it counts the shipping for that store, so it's not like you can go oh just go get a like a two dollar promo. Or something, yeah. and they're like, sorry, it's from a different store, go fuck yourself. It's it's so dumb. <laughs> you, can't buy, you just can't buy two of our cards. You just cannot. Yeah, or th- what I'll do is, like, I'll try the search function within that store, and, like, they always have not what you what you would want, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I have had several instances where I've just bought a bunch of random crap for whatever clan I'm ordering for, because I have to for shipping. But have you got I, I I I back when I played Pokemon the first time, I had the same problem where like cards would cost like fifteen cents and you're like I need four of these at sixty cents. All right, let me get four of something else that's a dollar twenty. Four of something else that's a dollar eighty. You have nothing else. All right, well I still can't order because I'm not at two dollars. And you're like, this is actually stupid. <laughs> so that's when you can start getting foils because you need to make two dollars. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting if there was a way to like. TCG needs to have a thing where if there's a if there's a card that's below their thing, TCG player will like cover the difference. Can you do that? Like, I wish there was a way to be like, I will give you the other, you know, dollar and ninety. So whatever. Yeah, the other dollar and twenty cents. Just like, give me, give me a like 
so, like a nice little business card or something cutesy or like nice gift wrapping. I don't give a give shit. Give me a Just single like, card sleeve. Yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll take it. Like there's. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way, like, on, on TCG Player, there should just be a, fuck you, I will pay the difference. Just send it to me. <laughs> Out of yep. curiosity, Matt, how is Zangeki used in premium strategies? No idea. Haven't played the deck at all. Just saw the list. You've just seen the list and no gameplay of it. Uh, I don't know the gameplay of it. I will just figure it out as I go along. I'm sure it'll take me, like, five seconds to figure out. I'm I'm usually pretty bad about like trying to visualize deck building, but uh... look once you, once you start like it, it's it's a Marakuma deck it can only do so many things. <laughs> Has no G guards. <laughs> Literally, you just guard with heels. Yeah, you play dismal though because that uh, that G guard has uh, has text. Yeah. But yeah, and Marakuma G guards are basically non-existent. It also seems that like any clan that has a. Either either their uh, the V grade three works with like a pre existing archetype, or they uh, they never really adhered to an archetype much in the first place. So it's well, like, you're only playing Zengeki, right? You're not actually playing any of the other dueling dragon rear guards. Oh, I know. No, I was more talking about things like Gold Paladin, where you can just shove your Ezel stuff in there, and also you had a lot oh, of yeah. generic strides. That Gold Paladin is funny because you're using some ancient ass cards with it. Yeah. Because he was like old Kirf with new Gareth and Bowman, and then yeah, <laughs> and and then like apparently uh, what's his name, uh, Glorious Raining uh, is amazing now that you have you can get like multiple Excel circles and then just do all that. Oh yeah, stuff. oh yeah. Um, which that I remember like pl- testing with Richard. To, to those who don't know, Richard is the guy who. Does all the editing and actually and the thumbnails for this show. So thank him when you go on YouTube and you go, that's a nice thumbnail. That's Richard. Anyways, he does all the hard work for our YouTube channel. Pretty much. Yep. So he, uh, I remember playing with him. He's like, man, I just wish I had more circles to call to. <laughs> now you do. <laughs> and that's what we oh, call yeah. dramatic irony. But yeah, so... Other, like, I think premium other than O-Life King is pretty, pretty interesting place. Like, Luard's real good. Uh, DP is very medium, but playable. Uh, Great Nature Uh, is quite playable, if I do say so myself. I mean, Great Nature can just kill your opponent. Yeah. Without even caring about damage. These decks exists. OTT is very boring in premium because we have one good stride. Oh. Geese? Well, okay, you, outside of geese. What do you, what do, you do in uh, in premium OTT? You'd probably just do Ichi Tom because that's like the only thing you can do. All of the other strides suck. No, but oh, like, yeah, how do you build around that? Do you just like sh- like shove the battle sisters in there, or like what's the? I don't know. I've never actually done it because I'm not all that interested in premium. Uh, like, I I hear pale moons rather. Uh, playable in premium as yeah. is Grand Blue. Uh, sure, I've not seen anything from them, so I wouldn't yeah. know. My friend Vince I, is building premium Grand Blue. Sorry, I wouldn't know just because G era made me miserable at the end, and I just don't want to go back to strides right now. Uh, Fair enough. I understand. Just play spikes, easy. <laughs> oh, that's another good one. Yeah. 
Yeah, spikes are low key busted, and nobody seems to pick up on it, even though Proof makes videos about it. That's always a good one. The uh, like every once in a while, I'll run into someone at my locals, and they're like, "Man, have have you realized that spikes are good?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I have." Yes, a long time ago. Welcome, welcome to 2018. Uh, the best part is when I was like, "So do you watch Living Proof videos?" And they're like, "Who?" I'm like, "All right, go watch his videos." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's one of the few YouTube channels I recommend for Vanguard. That was living proof. <laughs> cough, 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 cough. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Rupier, do you ever see yourself coming back to premium ever, or is it just like you need a while? I don't know. I might just need a while. Like, might be fun with Narukami, just because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of the Narukami strides needed to power up specifically Thunder Strike things. So. But they all bind incidentally without needing stuff bound, which is good for premium. Yes. Yeah. And especially now that you have three things that bind, like... Really easily. Really easily, yeah. I mean, like, Detonics you might not use as much, but... Um... <laughs> Honestly, if you first ride him, you oh. might be able to pull off the restand without a lot of effort. That is nice. Um, that's another thing I've noticed about premium, is sometimes you just don't even want to stride anymore. Like, once you get past the first GB so you can set off your old stuff, like, I've had games where, like, when I do uh, Le- Leopold's ride, I'll, like, do a mill, call two things, and then mill again, and I get the crit. I'm like, I would rather just have the crit than, I don't know, Big Belly Stride? Fuck that. This is a free crit. <laughs> I wonder how many decks are going to have that sort of... Uh... Like advantage, you're you're probably not going to see that in things like Alfred or uh, PBD necessarily. Eh, eh, maybe. Why play PBD when you just play Lord? Yeah. Yeah. Do do they play anything that gets you force markers, or do you just play Lord and that's it? Play Lord. Yeah. Speaking of uh, now, all your grade, like all your grade twos are fucking ten k. Yeah. <laughs> also, the uh, what's it called? I hear from our friend James uh, while testing Gear Chronicle that the correct way to build the deck in standard is just Lost Legend the end for grade threes, uh-huh. and leave it at that. And then, and then, like G assisting for three isn't that bad because you can just make up your loss right away, and you dig a lot. Right. So hooray! We answered a question from last week. <laughs> Now, who wants to figure out Genesis and not have to ask Chris about it? What hasn't? I guess we haven't had any stuff. Well, there's there's a couple Genesis lists from team tournaments that's that have been not, doing well. That's not Yuzay? Uh, in standard. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, I didn't hear that. Did you say they weren't doing well, or they are? They were, they were doing well. There's one okay. that I got first on the team, and it was seven and two individual record. All right. Teamed with Dimension Police and Gears, so, you know. Intriguing. Standard Dimension Police 12 grade 3 deck. Yeah. I appreciate that the last couple of sets have been diversifying Standard more. Yeah, yeah there seems to be a lot less OTT somehow. Really, after uh, the Angel Feather came out, there was a lot less OTT. Yeah. Well, I... OT, a lot of I think a lot of people flocked to OTT, yeah, OTT just because it was good, um, 
I mean, that's fine. And they were using it as a surrogate for whatever thing, like yeah. angel feather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, also, OTT is, like, kind of boring and standard right now, not going to lie. Ooh. Shots fired? Kind of? Just, just play Kuma and, like, just really beat up Kagura players. I still have Pale Moon. I'm waiting for the second wave of support to hopefully make the deck more interesting with Magus. Yeah, decks with only, like... I, any, I guess we shouldn't talk about standard, because we're supposed to be talking about premium. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, Luard is very good in premium. So is Eng. Like, so there's a lot of decks that aren't Gize that are good, yeah. but I think Assassin still is, like, a tier above those. Yeah. And that's why it needs to go. So Assassin seems like it could be oppressive if people let it. I mean, if if people just could buy, you know, if everyone could own all the cards for Assassin, everyone would just play it. Probably. Yeah. Here's the problem. So not only do you, uh, you get as many, you know, as many attacks times three as you have counter blasts. Hmm. But you also during that time get progressively bigger. With each Vanguard attack, every Vanguard attack has a crit. You get a protect gift every time you do this, yep. and it's also like a, a clan that can build up damage for yourself, and then so you don't care about damage denial through the use of things like Bobo, like we mentioned before, or uh, the self damagers from way way back in the day with Limit Break, <laughs> where you will call a bunch of them. Give yourself self-damage. Use the, the cat stand trigger to unflip all that damage. Use that for no life king, and then at the end of the turn, shuffle three things back into your deck. Or four, or what have you. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. The fact that there's a difference between, like, damage denying something like Murakuma, where you can kind of keep up with it as the game goes on, and something like Dark Irregulars, where if they have a single damage, they're going off. And going off at three, like you mentioned before, Matt. Yeah. But I just think um, uh, that, that's pretty much just what I think about premium. Is like I think the format's fine. I think it is an interesting format. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's uh, fun to build. Like, yeah, there's like there's like a lot of stuff going on. Uh, mm-hmm. ga- games are in- games are like very very interesting and difficult. But I think the real like if you banned assassin, I think the format would probably be pretty fun for for everyone. It's just yeah. that, like, you have, like, the shadow of Assassin just looming with the format being like, is the format fun? Maybe. The worst part is she has that, like, like cocky little smirk, like, I'm here, I'm coming for you. Right. Okay, hypothetical question. I, Sorry, go ahead, Rupier. Yeah, I, that's my... I do find Gize to be kind of a turn-off. I know Matt says he doesn't mind as much, but... I see it in the same vein as, like, Glendios or Seven Seas, where it's fun the first couple of times because you're figuring out how to play against it, and then afterwards it's just a tedious grind because you're not actually allowed to play your deck. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me, like, No Life King I could probably handle because it's at least over with quickly. I feel like Gize dragging the game on forever, being able to be slot into, like, Every deck is just. Ugh. I also think that is a, that is a big reason why uh, the communities react to Gize more than they react to Assassin, is because like it doesn't let you play your deck in the way that you want to. 
I mean, this also happened, like, uh, with Link Joker. Just any time Link Joker is popular, you get people annoyed because the deck doesn't let you play the game. Uh, and it, that is more of a uh, psychological scar than something like No Life Can, where it's over over with. I mean, that's a pain in the ass, too. But Yeah. Mm. I also find so, it ironic that... your hypothetical? Oh, my hypothetical is, let's say tomorrow... Bushroad Rep comes on and is like, hey, everybody, uh, Assassin is at one. Uh, so now that's free and clear, and he goes, oh, yeah, and Gize, gone. Fuck you guys, I don't care how much you paid, it's gone. So we're now free and clear to play whatever we want. What would you guys be excited to play and or build? And is there anything weird you'd try? Um... So you're asking if I see myself. So if I was playing to win mm-hmm. in this post world, I'd probably just play spikes. Ooh, just standard plus. I mean, yeah, I guess. Like I don't know. I th- I think like I just have the like I have the most resources to learn that versus like a deck I understand less well. Although uh, Luard is entertaining because Ezra's is broken. I think that's hmm. one of the few decks in premium that actively doesn't want to play the draw trigger PG. Yeah, why would they? They exactly. just broke. Hmm. How about you, Sonor Beer? I would probably go for like Narukami just because I can actually do Thunderstrike things consistently, and that seems like fun. Uh, I never actually picked up NG for BT because I was just done with G by that time, so I'd probably go back to Bermuda Triangle, see how they feel. And I actually would not play OTT because they're honestly kind of boring. Do you save it for standard? Yeah. Like, see, the thing that attracted me to OTT was, like, the deck manipulation and scrying things with Magus, so... Like, we do it a little bit right now in Standard, but not enough. So I'd like to see it do more. It's always good. Um, yeah. I think, in my case, like, Great Nature has been doing uh, very well in testing, I'm sure. I haven't actually played against uh, No Life King at full power yet, so I'll probably eat my words in the next couple days here as I uh, go meet up with my friends again. But um, the... It... it, it it has a you know a fairly easy to attain win condition. Um, it's my favorite clan, so I'd probably do that. But also another uh, deck in premium. I think I would want to try. Like I m- might try the Narukami thing. Like Narukami is looking crisp. What the fuck was that sound? I just made that with my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, I was I was wondering if you did. I was waiting for you to answer. It was like Don, it was like Donald Duck getting strangled. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, probably just great nature. Um, I I might try the uh, Narukami thing if it's not too expensive. I plan to not touch Narukami at all. Really? Yep. Don't care. Don't care. I I envy you. I honestly. I, I, I keep telling myself, I have too many Excel clans, and then I keep seeing Excel clans that I would want to play. And uh, and I hate myself a little bit more. See, I don't have any Force clans right now. I need to invest in a Force clan. I have, you, can just, you can just not care about the clans that are coming out. See, that's what I do. 
Yeah, like <laughs> I, I have uh, I, I don't. The only Force Clan I think I would enjoy is Genesis. So that's kind of it. See, like. see, I don't want to play Genesis just because I keep giving Chris shit about playing clans that I play. So no, that'd be so funny though. Do it to him for once. Also, you you live like half a state away from him now. He can't touch you. <laughs> that, right, but that half a state of California is like two regular states. Ah, oh, touche. I love those memes. Only two regular states away from Chris. Yeah, I mean, uh, as as a Californian, I I still love that. Uh, every time there's either a wildfire or a drought, someone will inevitably make that meme of like an envelope that just says California and they're filling it with water and they just have to <laughs> up for the camera. It's so dumb and I like they do it every time and I, I laugh every time. <laughs> nice. I, I, uh, I giggle to myself as I wander my neighborhood licking dew from the grass in front of my neighbor's <laughs> houses that it takes too much water to, to maintain. Desert Save water, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much it regarding uh, premium format. And uh, long story short, fucking hit hit assassin soon. And uh, hit assassin, geese is whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're they're sweet good decks. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, premium has been a an interesting format. That's, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I know that some people, like uh, John, thinks that premium is like really the only format worth caring about, but you know, not everyone has to agree with him. Mm-hmm. To me, I, the way I sum it up is premium. Uh, premium's nuances in deck building and standards nuances in playing, yeah. and I get a lot of flack for that, but I stand by my statement. Well, the real point in premium, you need to actually kill your opponent at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or 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 BDs, or BDs, and just <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Also, uh, at the time of people hearing this, it will be the day before Thanksgiving. Do you guys have any plans for Thanksgiving this year? Not suffocate to death. That's Please. good. You guys are boring. <laughs> Root beers is more concerning than boring, but yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving is objectively the worst holiday. What what are we ranking it? So, between Christmas slash Hanukkah, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Valentine's first of all, Hanukkah is not even a major Jewish holiday. What? First of all, Hanukkah is not even a major Jewish Jewish holiday. True, but <laughs> I, I'm just lumping them in together for. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know. But, uh, I, 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 I thought I, I thought we should clear this up now. Okay, Festivus slash Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. All right, Festivus is objectively the best holiday. Christmas. <laughs> It is for the rest of us, after all. <laughs> I just hope I don't get sick on it again this year. I, I, uh, my mm-hmm. hearing of grievances was for my immune system. Um, so you're failing the feats of strength every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to do the feats of strength until you pin me. Festivus is not a... All right. What I really mean is Thanksgiving turkey fucking sucks. Yes, Holy it shit. does. I agree. Thanksgiving... How does anyone eat this trash? Also, what is with the Thanksgiving at one in the afternoon? Like, why are you having dinner at one in the afternoon? Really? So they can drink the rest of the night. Maybe. Because that's the only way people can put up with their family. I, yeah. this year, and uh, so my sister and her boyfriend are going back east to visit his family. And uh, my my dad has his 
like he's remarried and has a second set of kids. Um, so it's me, my mom, and uh, the British guy who hangs out with us. I really don't know what to call him because they're not dating. They're, he's just the British guy. Uh, we're going to go see two movies and then we're going to have dinner because that that is the way to do Thanksgiving. You go see movies, you have something to talk about over dinner, and you don't have to talk about useless crap, and then you drink the rest of the night. Christmas. What? So you're going to have the same Christmas as Thanksgiving? What do you, what do you mean? Where you go see movies and t- then have dinner? Uh, why do you, you don't go see movies? Or is your dinner going to be Chinese food? Let me, let me ask you this. No. It, uh, okay. It's... I don't know what we're doing for the, the the Brit really likes the the Thanksgiving food, but we're not cooking at home. I think we're going out to dinner, which is also kind of a dick move because I think people want to go see their families. Um, all in all, though, I, I, it's it's weird. Uh, we're going to see Widows, and then we're going to see uh, the the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which are two very different movies. All right. Yeah, I want to go see Bohemian Rhapsody, but that's not happening. Mm. Nexus at night, the Thanksgiving Plans podcast. Alright. Thanksgiving sucks, though. That's the point. The point <laughs> is, I'll be sleeping on Thanksgiving, probably. I'll let you know how that goes. Good job. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to make us do this just because we're... Uh, fuck you, I'm just going to make you do this. What are you thankful <laughs> for? Me? No, mm. the cat. Of course you. <laughs> well, let me ask. Let me find my cat real quick. <laughs> my cat is around my feet right now. Sophie's like, I'm thankful for the fact that you give me food and pets. I realize that my cat hates when I have my cards out. Yeah, because you're not paying attention to it. Yeah, no, 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 no. But like, if it, like something about the cards themselves, like if it, if there's one on a table, she'll like lunge after it. I keep having to like chuck her off the table bed wherever I am. Yeah. Um. What am I thankful for? Yeah. Mm. Being alive? Sure. <laughs> Somehow still alive. Okay, I'm not dead yet. I just took out a. Uh, my, I filled out the insurance paperwork for uh, my job today, and I uh, I filled out the my first life insurance policy. That was fun. Oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, and my beneficiaries are my sister and my mom. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Uh, and I, I called my sister at work. I'm like, hey, what's your uh, social security number? And she's like, why do you need to know that? I'm like, in case I die in a tragic accident. Now, what is it? <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, life insurance. She's like, oh, yeah, here you go. <laughs> um, I you think probably should have led with that. I, it, it was kind of funnier just to have no context and see what her reaction was. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think what I'm thankful for is uh, the fact that I have a uh, loving family that is willing to lodge me and that my mom hasn't kicked me out yet and that my dad helped me find a good-paying job that I can, uh, you know, save up for an apartment and pay for my car and also that I have, you know, such amazing friends and you guys. Oh, yeah. Even, even though you're across the country and up the state, respectively. Uh, and uh, and for comedy, because without comedy, I think my life wouldn't have meaning. Fair. Sad. Root beer. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm thankful that I have good friends like y'all. Aww. I 
I'm thankful we've somehow managed not to completely fuck up this country yet. Mm. We're working on it. Don't cry. I, I keep my. Don't crossed. don't be thankful for that one just yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thankful that the country isn't even more of a shithole at this particular moment. Oh, okay, that's very specific and accurate. <laughs> we've fallen, but not that far. Yeah, this is a we we live in a place that exists. And this was definitely a weird moment for a podcast that regularly rips on people and things to be like, "I'm thankful for you guys," and then we hug. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do enjoy you guys. We These enjoy guys. you too, buddy. Um, and we uh, we we enjoy you, listeners. And uh, you know, we'll see you next week. Find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night. Me at Atlas Novak. Me at Wiggums. Me at Plasma Eclipse. And uh, until next time, uh, you all get drunk and have a good turkey day. I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.